What's up? It's going to be a stuttering podcast. I just fucking feel it spiritually. Um, I am doing a podcast. My name is Paige. Welcome to On an Impulse. I'm feeling the real ADHD inspiration today. Um, I... I, like, know what I want to talk about, but I just have a strong feeling about 17 other things are going to get mentioned today. So let's just hope the thing that I want to talk about is one of them. Um, let's talk about work. Like, I just want to get that out of the way. Like, and I want to try to stop saying the word like so much. So let's see if I can be a little more conscious of my words today. <laughs> um... At work, we had a visit from corporate office, our regional managers, and all week we've been prepping with this very extensive packet of just numbers and talking about all these business things that we do on a daily basis and we talk about every single day, but for some reason, you know, it's the big guys coming, so we need to prepare, we need to make sure we know what we're talking about. And I felt so much pressure to know what I was talking about that I just forgot that I already knew all of this information. Like I'm good at my job. I know all of this. It comes so naturally at work. If my coworker would ask me something, I would have the answer for it. But I was so scared of like not having the answer that it was making me feel like really out of body. I wasn't present with myself. I didn't have like this undoubtedly faith in myself that I was really trying to pressure myself to have instead of having compassion that hey you know like I'm nervous I instead of having compassion I was like forcing myself to try and be like someone else and we had to like give an introduction of ourselves like how long have we been with the company um you know what is my title how do I see myself moving forward kind of thing and I was trying so hard to be like (laughs) this ideal person that I wasn't being myself and my coworker, he was like, just be quirky. Like you're quirky. That's what's great about you. Like you're like, you're a little weird, like be yourself, like be goofy. Cause that's who I am every day as a manager. Like I'm fucking goofy and I get my job done. And I think I know that by just being myself, that's even more proof of like, oh, I said it. That's even more proof of just how good I am at my job. That I can do it without losing like my personality. That I, that my, I can bring my personality into my work and that's what makes me thrive. I don't know, I was so busy trying to be like so and I see myself growing and learning and training and blah, blah, blah. And like all of that stuff was true. I just, there was no flow to it because I was so busy trying to force myself to be something I'm not. Um, but we got through it and I've, I learned something. I learned a lot actually. And I know like for more visits that we're preparing for, like I feel a lot more faith in myself. Um, and in what I do so I'm like really fucking smart at the end of the day I don't even know why I'm fucking kidding myself um I you know what makes me feel like really not smart is just the ADHD and not having good memory I get 
so I don't know why I like correlate like not being able to remember things with being not smart in my head like those two just go hand in hand I'm like well I can't remember shit so I must be fucking dumb that's just not the fucking case so I think I just was like yelling at y'all sorry also my coworker, he <laughs> was a trainer for Puma and he'd be training me for sure um he taught me today when I was doing my introduction he was like like do you have a teddy bear and I was like bitch what and he's like a teddy bear like a thing that you like hold on to or like a mannerism that you do to like ground you like so some people like he was saying like flick a pin back and forth or like cross their fingers or like hold a rock <laughs> that was my example um just like something you use to just like remind you like okay like stay present like I'm good like and I when he said that I thought about like a teddy bear like when you're a child like you hold on to your blankie or your pacifier or whatever it is you carried around for me it was Lammy it was like you know those blankets that had like a stuffed animal head and like little arms mine was like a lamb with a little heart because I had heart surgery on it um and I carried that thing with me fucking everywhere like had to have Lammy with me she went in my backpack with me to all my hospital visits um yeah she was my one time oh I was so fucking mad my sister's name is Mary and she's my younger sister and so when she was little my mom was like Mary had a little lamb Mary had a little lamb blah 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 so like she had every fucking lamb stuffed animal you could fucking think my sister's fucking dad we went to a mexican restaurant one time and in the parking lot there was like a what do you call them (laughs) like a trailer there we go a trailer full of sheep and my dad uh god i hate the fact that that just fucking came out of my mouth my sister's dad is not my dad um my at the time stepdad It just pissed me off. <laughs> my at the time stepdad, he bought one of the baby lambs off of the fucking trailer for my sister. We had a whole ass lamb. And we lived in the suburbs. Like we had no business having a lamb. It was insane. We bottle fed it and everything. I have pictures of us with the lamb. Um so anyways, this little girl had lamb everything. And I remember my mom. Maybe it was my stepdad. I'm pretty sure it was my mom because I just feel this real anger towards her when I think about it. Um, Took my lammy, my fucking lammy that I've had. I have pictures of it when I was a baby, like newborn in the little hospital thing after my surgery with the little lamb like laying next to me in a photo. That's how far back me and this fucking lamb go. She gave the lamb to my fucking sister. Oh, because Mary had a little lamp. Fuck Mary. I was pissed. I was so fucking mad. I would not sleep. I'm serious. I would not sleep. I would cry all night long. Like, I was miserable. And, like, in my head, that is, like, a huge trauma to me. I, you may not be seeing it the way I'm seeing it. You weren't there. You didn't feel the pain of just, like, having, like, that thing that my comfort just ripped away from me and given to someone else like your comfort is not as valuable as this other person's that's what it felt like to me and that may not have been the ten- uh, intention I know that wasn't like the intention I really hope it wasn't um 
But that's how I perceive that event to happen to me. And throughout my life, I continued to see things like every time my mother would do things along those lines, it would remind me of that event with my lamb. And I'd be like, wow, like my happiness isn't as important as others. And that's what <laughs> got triggered in my head today just by my coworker asking me if I had like a comfort tool I could use so I didn't stutter while I was giving my speech to the managers. Um, you see how deep my fucking brain goes? Let me get a little water sip. I have not been drinking enough water. I'm ashamed to admit it and I know it. I'm going to do better. This is just your reminder too if you haven't been drinking enough water. It is literally 110 degrees outside. You need to drink more than your normal amount. And if you already don't drink shit, you're fucked. Oh, yeah. That was a good sip for sure. I'm just going to get one more. Um, I know I said it before, but I do really feel like this helps. And I was just kind of reminded of it. Um... To like set your environment before you do something creative or something where you need to have focus or an intention around what you're doing. So like if I'm cooking dinner, I really want to put in the effort of using quality ingredients. And like for me personally, I'm just a little woohoo hippie girl, though. I like to imagine like the good energy that I'm putting into this food as I'm cooking it like. I'm just putting this loving and like fulfilling and like I'm taking the time to take care of myself like energy into this food. So like when I eat it, I can absorb like that good energy. That's where my brain goes personally. So like when I'm doing that, I need to make sure like my kitchen area is clean and I've got all my stuff out ready and washed and set up and maybe I have a little music playing and the lights and an air like so I can like see the cutting board clearly. Like I have to set my environment, right? To prepare myself to do something. So like before I did this podcast, I was just gonna like raw dog it. I was just gonna like start recording and it just did not feel right. I was like, you know what? I have these bright ass fucking living room lights on. I've been sitting under iridescent lights all day at work that drive me a little crazy. And um, you know, I have no incense going. I didn't like cleanse myself with some Palo Santo. Like I just wasn't feeling it. So I did all of that. I like dimmed the lights, set some incense, got comfy on my chair, took my hair out of those tight ass space buns. Like I'm centering myself and preparing myself to tune in. And I think it's really important to do that. And if it can't be in like such big grand ways, just taking a few deep breaths and just being like, where am I at right now? How would I, how would I like to feel? And just being with our bodies, being present. It's so crazy to me how I spent my whole life so much in my head and being so scared of being in my body because the times that I did tune in to how I was feeling, I was in chronic pain from like health conditions. And I also think like my chronic stress caused a lot of my health conditions as well. Um, It's so crazy how I, like, blocked out being in my body because I didn't like how it felt like that I've lived, like, my whole life just through my head. You really might need to think about that 
but just like really take a second and just think like I wasn't really going with what I don't know you get drunk right and you don't really like feel your body you feel like that buzzing sensation you feel numb you don't really feel I don't know I don't know how else to describe it but you, you feel out of body right like you would disassociate throughout your whole life and I've like disassociated my whole life where I feel like all of my memories all my experiences are just like dreams almost and maybe everyone feels that way but I just am really practicing tuning into my body like this first half of the year has really been me tuning into what it feels like to be grateful for this body that I have being so just in pain it's not that I wasn't completely grateful like but I don't think I was really god I'm sorry I'm trying to like piece it together like my body was in a lot of pain yeah but I wasn't like well at least I can walk at least I have fucking arms like at least I have a brain that I can like think about all of these things like at least my body is functioning in some sort. I forgot to be, like, grateful. And I forgot to be amazed at how fucking insane our bodies are. That I can just look at my hands and, like, make them turn around if I want to. Or, like, wiggle my toes. And my lips are moving right now. And my tongue is, like, clicking against the roof of my mouth. And I'm talking to you. And I'm creating words. And you're using your ears to listen to this. Like, our bodies are so fucking amazing. Our brains are... What? I, computing. That's the word I was just trying to think of. Our brains are like computing all this information and it's processing it. And you're making a opinion about what I'm saying and you're feeling an emotion. That's so fucking insane to me. Like, maybe that's basic science and yeah, like, okay. But like, if you really just fucking think about it, like, that's something so insanely cool to be grateful for. You know, that I can even feel pain. My body's trying to tell me, like, something is not okay. I'm so grateful for that. And I know I've, like, touched on this shit in previous podcasts, but it's important to remember that. It's important to tune in and to come back to what you are at your core. And it's not just the physical body, but the mind, the body, and the soul. And if you don't understand what that means, that's just a sign that you need to tune in. And I'm not saying, like, you need to be religious or that you need to pray or whatever. Or that you even really need to meditate, per se. You should. But it's just that, like, be aware of what you are. Um, my topic today. So... I don't know how clear this is going to come across and I've never like really even written about it or really talked about it that much until recently. Um, I really want to touch on something with the body too. I might come back to it. Let's hope I remember. Um, something I've really been thinking about. I saw this 
um, you know those little card games where you can ask, like, each other, like, deep questions or whatever? Um, one of these, like, cards was, which would you choose, true love with a guarantee of a broken heart or never loved at all? And it's, like, something I've been talking to death with my coworkers. Um, just the idea that, like, I'm so good at being alone. Like, I'm really good at it. I enjoy it for a lot of fucking reasons. And one of them is just my safety of not having to get hurt. And one of them is that I'm in more control when I'm alone. Um, I'm not as overwhelmed. I don't feel like this need to please. And, you know... This need to be something that's more than what I want to be for the day. Like, being in relationships are amazing. They can be really great to have a fucking person. It can be so fucking amazing. But at the same time, like, when you're thinking about it from a perspective of fear based off just so many things off your childhood off previous relationships it's it's scary to be vulnerable with someone and it's scary because it's triggering to be with someone to really be in a healthy relationship and communicate your needs and what you don't like and building healthy boundaries and just talking about these kinds of things and really truly being that person's friend before you are their partner a lot goes into a healthy relationship and it can be scary (laughs) I need another word it can be scary to come to terms with the fact that you're ready for that and when you find that it's interesting because see I'm really not sure like what I'm trying to fucking say and I want to like delete this whole podcast right now I'm gonna try not to I just All things end. All things end. Some form or another. And people die. People die on me. On all of us. And um, I am so scared (laughs) to love someone. And it's it's not that I don't love love. Like, I'm a lover fucking girl. I'm a lover girl. I just spend my days just lounging on my chair at home reading romance novels. I'm writing a romance book. Like, I'm a lover girl and I want that. to the, And that's who I am to the core. I love being there for others and listening and being a friend and caring for them. And I love being cared for. It just feels... 
foreign to me in a lot of ways. Not that I haven't been loved, but the way that I've been loved has not always been the most healthiest. And I, I know what I deserve now. I know how to set boundaries. I know how to be clear. I know what I want and I know what I need. I'm very certain in myself now. And it feels different approaching dating, approaching getting to know someone and being open and actually feeling open for once. And it feels, it just feels so different feeling secure in a lot of ways. Before I was insecure about so many things. I used to get jealous and it wasn't even really, I don't even know how to describe that one. Maybe that's a different podcast. It wasn't even really that I was like in love with the person I was with. I just like didn't like the idea of myself. So I didn't like the idea of someone maybe like attracting my partner. This all like really feels vulnerable for me to talk about. And I think that's why I keep pausing because it feels a little all over the place. And um, when I, when I said that I used to be a jealous person that made me feel really gross just now. And that's why I paused. I was like, I don't want to be perceived as someone who used to feel jealous. How crazy is that? That I just had that thought like in that emotion, like now that I think about it and now that I like let myself feel it in that moment, it passed like I don't feel that way anymore like that was so quick I felt really disgusting about myself for used to be (laughs) a jealous person like bitch did you just hear yourself like you're saying that you are no longer a jealous person that you feel secure in yourself that you love yourself that you have trust and faith in yourself and that it's a habit that you no longer have it's something you've healed from something you've grown out of And you just said you're disgusted with that? That's so silly. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, Yeah, what was I saying? I keep saying that I want love. I want to be loved. I want to be loved right. I want to be loved properly. And I know that I'll get my heart broken, but it's worth all the pain. And I keep saying that. But then when I'm faced of a possible reality of it, I realize that I almost rather choose never loved at all because it hurts. It can hurt. It it will eventually in some form or fashion. It doesn't mean it won't be fucking amazing and it won't be worth it. What is this life if we're not here to experience love, if we're not experienced to give love, if we're not supposed to understand ourselves better through love. I think it could be so fucking amazing to be with somebody and learn more about yourself and grow in the ways you want to. Like, you know what? I don't want to respond that way anymore. I don't want to 
feel that way. I don't want to perceive it as this anymore. Let me feel this uncomfortableness with this person and let me work through it. Let me grow into someone new. If you never have experiences, you're never going to get challenged to be better. It's just, it's a, if, if you never love, like you're never going to be able to truly have a healthy love that you want. You got to love poorly before you can love richly. <laughs> you got to get off the couch and you got to put some work in. And one day I just won't feel like work anymore. I think I would choose true love with the guarantee of a broken heart. And I know I would because I've done it before. And while that person is no longer here, um, I am so grateful that I had a person, that I had someone that loved me unconditionally. I'm glad that I know what that feels like. So that way, when I possibly meet another person like that again, I'll know what to look for. I'm glad that I was taught that I deserve to be treated with respect and that I deserve to have my boundaries respected and that I, I deserve to be cared for without conditions. We all deserve that. that was my topic I would like to talk a little more about it and I think I could definitely dive deeper but it's still something I'm working on um, something I'm still like discussing with others around me I feel like sometimes I hate talking about things because I don't want to sound like I'm complaining or like I'm not a healed person like I just should have it all together that's what I always want to sound like like I don't want to sound like I don't know what I'm doing or that I'm scared or that I whatever you know I'm scared to speak a lot of times and my my sister's dad made me feel that way all the time like we were supposed to be not seen not heard fuck off right and um, I never spoke up. And I was a kid then. And I can't blame myself for not using my voice. Especially when I saw what happened when my mom would use her voice. It's not it was not pretty. Um, so I stayed quiet for so long that... I wouldn't even speak up for myself when it came to me. When I was doing things that hurt myself, I still wouldn't stand up for myself. Like, no, this is hurting you. You know this. Stop doing that. This doesn't feel good. This is hurting me. Emotionally, physically, whatever it was. But now, now I really feel, I know that I have my voice. And it's okay to discuss things with people that you, you trust. People that you feel are open and will engage with you. I love talking about things with people. I love hearing others' perspectives. I, I want to know. Like, make me think different about this situation. Sometimes 
I like have this feeling like, you know what? I think I really feel this way, but a few things are making me think a little differently. And then I'll tell the situation or the story or the emotion to someone else. And they'll be like, well, it kind of sounds like this to me. And I'll be like, you know what? That's exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. And it kind of gives me like confirmation or they'll say something and I'll be like, you know, I didn't think about it that way, actually. Like maybe the way I'm thinking, about it is not really productive and maybe I don't want to think about it that way. I love engaging with others and um, that's why I made this podcast because I moved to Austin and I knew nobody, no one. I had no friends out here, new job and I was just lonely, you know, no relationship. no hose. Okay. Nothing. (laughs) Just me and my dog. And I wanted to talk. I wanted to create engagement in my life. I wanted to understand things further. I wanted to see the world, how others saw it. And, um, so I just started talking out loud to myself and some of y'all talk back to me. Some of y'all reach out to me on Instagram and Facebook and you tell me like what you think. And I like really fucking appreciate that. I love engaging. Ask me questions. Tell me what you want me to talk about. I'll try to remember (laughs) to do that. Um, And something I'd really like to do is start having guests on my podcast. Um, I think that would, one, help me stay on track a little bit better. And two, just, you know, create more conversation. Because that's what this podcast is for to me. I just, I want y'all to be thinking about things. I want to pull you out of your thoughts and into some new ones. Um, And it pulls me out of my thoughts. It makes me think about my life and it helps me reflect. And um, I think that's really important. I think self-reflection is one of the biggest things in my life that has healed me. Honest and fearless moral inventory. Like, who am I? Do I want to be this person? Do I want... You know, do I like this person? What can I do about it if I don't? (laughs) Um, I hope that y'all are all doing well. I'm going to send you all the good energy, but not too much. You know, got to keep some of that shit for myself. (laughs) Um, Let me know what you think of this podcast. Share it so I can be like super popular and not have to work anymore and just like sit here and just mumble into my phone like a silly goose and be quirky. Just be myself. Um, Okay, yeah. Bye.